The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Parenthood. Your life does not end here. Hi, I'm Chriselle Lim, mother of two. And I'm Sarah Son, also a mother of two. We are longtime friends and now mothers. This is Being Bumo, a podcast about all things parenting. We want to have honest conversations about motherhood so we can each define it for ourselves. We're here to build our village and we hope that you join us. Hello. Hi, Chris. Hi. Hi. How was your week? It's been chaotic. Yeah, I'm exhausted. (laughs) I'm exhausted too and it's only Tuesday. Oh, boy. Oh, gosh. Okay. But, you know, I did, you know, I don't know if you remember, at the top of the year, I did have a poll and we did get a lot of responses of people, what they wanted to hear us speak Mm -hmm. about. And one of the things that came up was how much is too much scheduling of the children after school activities? uh, Like how much of their after school time, and now we're talking about elementary, you know, aged kids, maybe middle school aged kids. How much of after school should be schedule, structured? What does that look like? Why do we do it? And I thought that was a very interesting question. And it's something that I am like personally asking myself all the time because I, you know, I'm always walking the very fine line between wanting my kids to reach their potential in a healthy way, but also making sure that they have the space to lead this process. Yeah. Right. So it's, so I think that was kind of the questions like, how, how are parents thinking about, how are we, how are you and I thinking about this in today? Okay. Well, I think that you're probably ahead with kind of your kids because just the age group, they're probably signed up for a lot more extracurricular activities at this point. They are. Right? Yep. But then again, how much is too much? Like I know some kids that are back to back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Me personally growing up, I didn't have that. I I had just the right amount, I feel like, but it also allowed me to have time to do what I love to do, which was, (laughs) you guys are going to laugh because it totally makes sense now. (laughs) I love the internet. I was discovering the internet back then. Mm -hmm. I just got AOL. This was high school for you? This was high school for me. Okay. I was... So instead of volleyball practice, you were on the internet. I was on the internet. Mm, Got it. There was this thing called (laughs) agentavenue.com. Tell me more. I have no idea what that is. Yeah. I mean, it was pre-MySpace, obviously pre-Facebook. But it was like a chat room kind of thing? It was a chat room. It was like you met people. I mean, obviously kind of dangerous in high school, but that's where I got obsessed with like learning how to take photos and writing and blogging and all of that. I had no idea. Yeah. So it started off at, at an early age. And I remember just coming home and becoming so obsessed with it and wanting to like go into my room and close the door and just discovering that. And of course, naturally for parents, you know, they would be concerned their daughter is playing with this thing called the internet with her door closed. I'm still concerned. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, sorry, mom and dad, I'm here now. Still doing the same thing. Okay, so maybe I shouldn't be that concerned then. But because I had the time and the space to explore that, I became obsessed with it. And now it's my career. So kind of going back to the topic of is it okay to overschedule the kids? Mm-hmm. Is it not okay? Is it, I, I don't know. I mean, with Chloe, 
the common thing that I'm hearing from her and her peers at her age, she's seven years old, Mm -hmm. is the sentence, I'm bored. And that drives me insane because I'm like, what do you mean you're bored? You literally have every toy on the planet. You literally have, you know, your friend is over. You guys are both saying you're bored. You guys have each other. What do you mean that you're bored? So is I'm bored code for I want the iPad or is it, are they literally bored? Is it code for I want the iPad? I think it's layered. I think they don't necessarily associate it with the iPad, but I think it's more so that they are constantly overstimulated by consumerism, by technology. So when they do have that moment of kind of silence, Mm -hmm. they don't really know what to do with themselves. Mm. So they feel like they should be stimulated in some sort of way. I see. And so whereas what I recognize is that when I let them be bored, and it's a pattern. So they'll bother me for about 30 minutes saying, mm-hmm. I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. I won't give in. Mm-hmm. But then there's a certain break that happens, right? And once Chloe and Colette, especially when they're together and they're bored, quote unquote, bored together, mm-hmm. 30 minutes afterwards of them being bored, mm-hmm. they figure it out. And once they get into that zone mm-hmm. of play, mm-hmm. imaginative pretend, play, yeah. pretend mm-hmm. play, right. they play for hours. Ugh. But getting there is so hard, right? Because parents don't want to sit around hearing their kids nag for 30 minutes at their board. So it's like, oh, here, fine, take the iPad. Right. Or That's, just, or here's like some other or toy. Or here's yeah. like, let's go to the park. Let's do this. Let's do yeah. that. You're bored. But it's almost like you just let them be bored. And I think the whole purpose of understimulation is that they will have to figure it out themselves. When did you, when did you, when did this click for you? I think it was during COVID, like uh, during of quarantine, of yeah. course, right? Yeah. Because before I would always try to schedule things to like, you know, Saturdays, we're going to go here, here and here. But during COVID, you don't have that. Mm-hmm. And so you're just constantly hearing them that they want to do something. And there's actually literally nothing for you to do. And I, it was a certain pattern that I recognized that was, it, it was repeated every single day. It's like, they would say the same things, They'll complain for a good amount of time and then they just started playing. Okay. And then it's, they started playing with their toys and they were playing house and they were building forts and they were, you know, using their imagination. And I think kids, it's a lot harder for kids these days to get there because of the access that they have to everything. Yeah. I, I'm so glad we're talking about that because I, again, walking that thin line between wanting your kids to reach their highest potential and, you know, definitely trying to give them opportunities to develop their skills and the things that they love. And then, like you said, are we robbing them of that Mm -hmm. time for them to discover the internet on their own and like create a chat room or whatever? It's such a, it's a really important question, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know because my kids are definitely (laughs) overscheduled. You know, because, you know, why not? <laughs> why not? There's a lot of opportunities. Because they love it. So, it, yeah, this is really making me think, too, as to how they are spending their time. And, yeah, maybe they're getting better at, say, tennis, but maybe they're losing opportunities to to gain other skill sets or, like you say, just be bored or, like, do something else. I feel like we should tie in, like, a boredom hour like throughout the day. So we're scheduling. We're scheduling <laughs> boredom hour, being bored, 
It's and now being done from 4.15 to 4.45. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I do work that way. So, okay, maybe I will do so that. So it could work around your schedule <laughs> of overscheduling, but you could tie in the boredom mm, part. Okay. I think I, I can squeeze it in between chess and <laughs> Russian math. <laughs> Russian math. Oh God, don't, don't, don't. You don't, don't want to know about that. Okay. Yeah. So I have some really picky eaters in my household. Can any of you guys relate to that? They can spot veggies from a mile away. And honestly, mealtime has become a little bit stressful for that reason. But it all has recently changed as I discovered Once Upon a Farm and wish I discovered it sooner. Once Upon a Farm is a leading baby foods and kids snack company offering organic, cold-pressed fruit and veggie blends, dairy-free smoothies, overnight oats, meals, and more. Once Upon a Farm products are made with whole organic farm-fresh ingredients and no added sugars, concentrates, or anything artificial, which is amazing. Each blend is cold pressure protected to lock in nutrients, natural texture, and a super yummy taste. The new immunity blends are made with nutrition-packed fruit and veggies like elderberry and dragon fruit and added probiotics to help support your little ones for the chili season or any reason at all. Plus, they taste delicious. The immunity blends are clean label project certified, meaning they've been third-party tested for over 400 environmental and industrial toxins, including heavy metals. It's packaged in a convenient grab-and-go pouch. Once Upon a Farm refrigerated blends are the perfect nutrient-rich anytime snack, created by kiddos and trusted by parents. Their subscription offering is fully customizable, so you can pick and choose from their wide variety of blends or meals and switch it up before every delivery. From farm to fridge, convenience without compromise. My daughter's favorite one is a pineapple, banana, and dragon fruit one. She wants one for breakfast, after lunch, and after dinner. She loves them so much, and it's guilt-free for parents, really. We just subscribe to get a custom assortment delivered to our door, so it's one less thing that you have to worry about. Get started today and enjoy an additional 30% off your first subscription order. Use code BUMO at onceuponafarmorganics.com. That's onceuponafarmorganics.com. Hey, I'm Molly Carmel, an eating disorder and addiction therapist and your coaching guide. On my show, What You're Craving, we get to the real root of your problems when it comes to food, weight, dieting, and beyond. Through honest conversations with the crew of my favorite experts and friends, we'll expand our minds, we'll learn, we'll laugh, we'll even heal. Get ready to break open and break through. I've got your back big time. And together, we'll figure out what you're really craving. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode anywhere you listen to podcasts. And I I, I think it's a muscle that they have to develop, Mm -hmm. right? It's the same thing as working out at the gym, developing like physical muscles, whereas you are teaching your kids also how to work that muscle when there's nothing to do, right? And they could access that part of their brain when they get there. And so they're not freaking out all of a sudden when they're like, I have nothing to do. But it's more like, oh, okay, there's time. So let me try to do X, Y, and Z. I feel like now that you said that, it also sort of gives them a chance to actually choose what they actually want to do. Right? Yeah, that's, that's a really good thing to like let them discover. You know, now that you say it like that, we we got COVID through Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. so like we, the rest of the world. Basically. Pretty much. Okay, good. That makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
So actually, now that you say it like that, it just, I remembered that Sophia, my daughter, like I did piano lessons with her a few years ago. She like did it for six months and then like didn't want to. And then definitely through COVID, like Zoom was not going to happen. So we just like, you know, we, we didn't continue. But she like learned the basic, like a few notes. And I do remember that through our time quarantining at home, she would like just go and play the piano, like the simple things that she learned. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think that there's something to this, like being bored does propel this, I don't know what it's called, like the pretend play or like gravitate mm -hmm. to the things that you actually maybe truly love the most. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, that's really cool. That reminds me of when we went to Big Bear, I was that mom where I said, I'm not going to bring the iPad, mm. which I was a little nervous about mm -hmm. because usually I do bring the iPad just for backup, especially if I need a moment to myself and I give them the pad and I'm able to just enjoy myself for like 30 minutes or whatever. But I said I wasn't going to do that. And I had my cousins there who also has kids. And it was probably the best thing I've ever done because you went on the trip without the iPad. Yeah. And wow. they knew that I was bringing the iPad. So it was almost like because the option wasn't there, mm -hmm. they knew that they had to figure other things out. And for the entire week, they were pretend playing. They were going up and down the stairs, pretending that there are monsters and bears. And they were like making these forts with their cousins. And not even once did they ask for my phone. Mm -hmm. Not even once did they ask, like, why didn't I bring the iPad? That's amazing. It wasn't an option for them. And that made me realize that they only act this way because it's at their disposal. Mm -hmm. And when things are at their disposal, they're not going to question it. They're just going to be like, okay, I'll just do whatever is right in front of me. Yeah. But if you take that away… Or you don't even give them any access to it. Yeah, yeah. you don't give them access to it. Yeah. then they will find other ways to survive. To right? entertain themselves. To entertain themselves. I mean, we need to give kids credit because maybe, you know what I mean? Like when you share that story, I was just like, that's amazing that they were able to entertain themselves for all those days. I mean, it's not like necessarily amazing. I think that's actually what's normal, right? Like and that's now, what they should be doing. Yeah, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I was like, okay, I could probably do this for like two, three days, but like probably by the third day, they're going to start asking for it. Yeah. It was for six days. They didn't oh. ask for it for not even once. That's super encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone should try this. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy mm -hmm. and maybe… And I have to say, this is another topic that we wanted to talk about. Having other families around definitely <gasps> helped out. 1,000%. If it was just me and the kids, <laughs> oh my goodness. I definitely would have brought the iPad. <laughs> yeah, plus the extra one and the backup one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I, I think that's that's a good, a good point. And so I think making space for boredom is really important just because mm -hmm. it allows them to access kind of a different side of their brain that they everyone is born with that they don't usually access just because they have everything in front of them. Yeah. And I love that you described it as a muscle kind of like the gym thing because you're right like they can practice it. But it's even better for it. me as an adult, right? And this is the same thing for all of us. It's like we're constantly on our phones, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. And for me as a creative, for the longest time, I just couldn't get back into that creative space of like writing and like thinking of new video ideas and content ideas. And that's like 80% of what I do. And I was feeling so uninspired. But just one day I decided I'm, I'm going to leave all my technology off for the day and I'm just going to sit 
in this room and I am going to get creative. And mm-hmm. I had to literally not do anything. And I had to give myself the space to get creative again. And it took a few hours, but I got there. Mm-hmm. But it's, again, it's learning how to use that muscle and activating that muscle. Mm-hmm. But we're, And taking away the distractions. Yes, taking right. away the distractions. Yeah. And that's the same thing with kids, same thing with adults. Social media ruins it all for us because it's constantly serving us. It's constantly stimulating us. So really, where is a space in the room for you to actually think for yourself versus like looking at other things, right? So I don't know. I think it's really important. But activities are important too, right? Exactly. And that's why I was like, there's that fine line. And I think the cycle I get into and with my husband is that, but they love it, but they want to do it. Like, I I do feel like we have moved away from doing activities that we want them to do. For example, like the piano that I mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. like we tried it for six months. She didn't really love it. I thought maybe finding a different teacher. I never found one. But she didn't really care. She wasn't really interested. So I just dropped it, right? Instead of like, no, but you have to do piano every week. So I we've moved away from that. Okay. So the activities that they are doing are things that they have requested and have natural interest in. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel I don't feel yeah. bad because again, they're the things that they've kind of requested. But it's I, I mean, I'm definitely not giving enough time for imaginative play and just boredom and just letting them just have downtime. I, I definitely, we don't have as much as the, of, of that. Well, I think it also gets harder as they get older because as you get older, naturally, there's a lot more commitments yeah. and, you know, but responsibilities. Still, I, but but still, I think you're right about these benefits of, of just having more downtime. But. And they also said that kids that actually learn how to be okay with boredom, they have really good interpersonal skills mm-hmm. because they're able to, they're able to learn on their own. So versus like a screen feeding them something or just being so busy. So they're actually better with social skills as well. I don't know how true that is, but I found that really interesting how a lot of these things like correlate Mm -hmm. with each other. Okay. And yeah, I mean, it's a pain sometimes to hear that they're bored. And, but I, whenever I hear that they're bored, I just allow them and let them be. So Yeah. Yeah. You guys, we did it. We have almost made it through the first month of the new year. Happy 2022, everyone. Our family did some light goal setting this year. And one of them is to do more fun, hands-on activities as a family together. Things we have not tried yet. One of them being skiing and another being more at-home creative projects that will create the family bond. A new year is always a great time to discover new things about ourselves and our interests. And it's just as important for the kids in our lives to make these same discoveries. With KiwiCo subscription, your child can discover something new all year long. Kids can discover the engineering and mechanics behind every object, the science and chemistry of cooking, geography and culture from new cultures, and brand new art and design techniques, all through some seriously fun hands-on projects. We just recently did the KiwiCo Marble Timer and it was so much fun for Chloe and I to do together. Well, she did most of it. I just helped her here and there. We constructed a marble power mechanism that helps keep time. We experimented with the timer and designed new paths to help the marbles run faster, slower, and everything in between. Chloe's favorite part was watching the marbles go. Her face just lit up when they did. 
Then we use our mechanism to time ourselves with creating colorful dip dye wood art. It was really, really fun. This was Chloe's, I think, like 10th crate by now. We've lost track at this point, but she really has been into science and chemistry. It's actually her favorite subject in school, and this really supported her love for science. We also just got the KiwiCo astronaut crate, and we'll be trying that next. Your child can get super cool, hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered right to their door every month. They'll be so excited to see these arrive in the mail. The day the box arrives will be their favorite day of the month, trust me. And as a parent, I get it. It can be so, so hard to find creative ways to keep your children busy and challenged. And KiwiCo does a legwork for you so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. There's something for kids of all ages. There's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel at any time. Redefine learning with play. Explore hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills all year long. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code BUMO at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Promo code BUMO. All right, let's take a lunch break. What do you have? Okay. So again, I don't have food. I'm the worst with food, but I do have a product. You didn't bring your pills and your powders? <laughs> no, I didn't. You make me sound like some sort of addict or something. Actually, I, I do know that you're super healthy, so I'm going to try the powders. You know, <laughs> knock on wood, the amount of times you make fun of me for all the vitamins and pills and powders, like powders and that I take… I have not gotten sick once. That no, it's true. I did notice that for like, almost mm, three years. Yeah. I mean, knock on wood. Okay. Okay. But just saying, you might okay. as well get onto the program. Maybe I will. Okay, so I actually got you, Lynn and Suchin, your gift for Christmas, but it's not here yet. I ordered you guys something called an aura ring. Have you guys heard of it, or no, have you heard of it? No. So I'm excited. It's, I just love the name. <laughs> Aura. Again, not sponsored. It was just a discovery that I found through my fabulous friend. So I I was at dinner with Miranda Kerr and she had this gorgeous ring on. And it was just like a very sleek gold band, like just very simple. And I was like, I love your ring. And she's like, oh, it's the Aura. And I was like, what is the Aura? She's like, oh, you don't know about the Aura? Everyone has the Aura. And I was like, oh, I'm Darn so it. <laughs> sorry. What is the Aura? I have no idea. And she just started selling me on it. I'm like, are you like commissioned off of this? Because you're really selling me. She's like, no, I just bought it and I love it. I got one for my husband. Da, 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 da. And pretty much what it does, it's it's a, a tracker, like kind of like a smartwatch, but it monitors your heat and blood level. I'm probably butchering this completely, completely, but it could tell you when you're about to get sick it could tell you when you need to start sleeping because your your blood temperature or your blood to regulate if you're not getting enough sleep if you're about to start your period mm. it it could detect all of that just through kind of the this tiny little device mm. and it's connected to your phone and through an app it will kind of regulate everything for you wow yeah it's wow. pretty crazy but they've been backordered. So I ordered okay. you guys one wow, because I didn't you. know what to get you guys. And I, I got myself one. Okay. I'm really excited about it. That's so, so cool. I know. So I'll let you guys know on my thoughts on it after 
we we use try it. Try it out. Oh. It said it's a twenty four seven heart rate monitoring, personalized health insights, sleep analysis, and so much more. I know I'm really into these oh. health things. I know yeah. you make fun of me, but I I was really... making fun of the pills. This sounds cool, <laughs> <laughs> and it's really chic. So it's just like a simple band see. like this. Okay. Oh, but it yeah. has what? Oh, so the tracker thing is like inside the technology. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. And it just looks really nice. She stacked it on with like her little dainty ring. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a moment. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Wow. <laughs> That's it for me. That's my lunch. <laughs> so now we're eating rings. We're eating rings now. I did bring a sandwich for us. <laughs> oh, like did normal you people. Did you make it? No, I just picked it up. But there is a cute little place like right next to the school. Oh my god! I didn't know this, but it includes a pepper, a jalapeno pepper. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, it is like a Mexican place, but I, I felt like I, I was oh, really is hungry. Mexican today. food? It's kind of Mex. It's not like they do like regular bagels too, so it's not just Mexican. But I guess. By the way, you guys, Mexican food is my absolute favorite food, even more than Korean food. Really? Yeah. When I, know, I, I didn't when know I was that. pregnant with both girls, oh, but I that ate doesn't count. Mexican food every day. Oh, uh, okay. But it's still your favorite now? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I just don't have access to all the good taco spots, though, it, where we live. <laughs> yeah. Whereas when I was in downtown, mm. oh, God. So many. You want some. That's it's delicious. just like a chicken um, breast sandwich with— This is like their special sauce. Ooh. Um, and, then, and then you can, like, bite into the jalapeno. Thank you. Of course. Okay, can I be honest? Like, yeah. I think in theory, I understand the benefits of boredom, but I don't get it. Explain it to me again. I just, like, how, what does that look like in the real, like, day-to-day, like, boredom? I, I mean, well, maybe it's different for you because you are so overscheduled. <laughs> maybe there's no room or space for this. But my kids, like, Chloe, her only extracurricular activity is one, tutoring with her own teacher, mm-hmm. but but then two is horse riding, right? So besides that, probably four days out of the seven day week, she- She's home. She's home and and she's free. Okay. And so- But but then they're just like, they want the iPad and they want TV. Do you know what I'm saying? Like then how do you fill up your time? Exactly. So, and a lot of it is on the weekends because on the weekends, we don't have that much. I know for you, like the sports are really heavy on the weekends, but on the weekends for us, it's completely empty. So instead of being like, okay- I have like a 10 a.m. play day and then at 12, we're going to go here. And then at three, we're going to go here. And then five, we're going to have dinner with this person. Yes, sometimes we do that. But for the most part, I feel okay being like, today, we're not going to do anything. And what is anything? I'm so confused because then don't you then all just end up watching TV for four hours that day? No, because then we'll stay home and I have a ton of things to do at home. And they will always ask, they will always ask starting off, can we see, can we watch the iPad? And mm-hmm. my answer is no, but they mm-hmm. did ask, which is fine. And iPad time, usually for us on the weekend, it's an hour. And so they have that time frame that they could watch it. So during that 10 a.m. to like 5 p.m., besides lunch and nap time for Colette, they'll ask me. Yeah. And then they'll I just I go to the room and play with their dolls and yeah, play with crayons. A lot of times they'll yeah. be like, what do I do? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And then she's like, but I'm bored. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. And they'll keep coming back to me. Uh And then something will click. Like I can guarantee you it's a formula. I don't know what it is. Something in their brain chemistry. The more they ask, 
something clicks at some point. Okay. And they're like, okay, mom is not going to do anything for us right now. So I'm going to go to my… They have a little playroom. They have a lot of toys. Yeah. They have each other. They have each other. And, and then they'll they start pretend playing, playing and pretending. So there's no real… I don't know if you're asking about what does your schedule up boredom look that see you gotta get out of that. I guess. You gotta get out of that and just yeah. kind of let it flow. And yeah. but again, your kids are older. So they might need more of like you kind of do that already though with books. I see, yeah. I guess like for us it's <laughs> with my son when he does it, but mom, but I'm bored. I'm like, well, here's the dictionary. <laughs> Try to get through that. No, I mean he does like when he is has downtime, he he reads. And when she has downtime, she pretend play, like imaginative play. She also she writes. And so that's all great. I guess I'm just trying to understand like how much time does that take out of like a week, let's say. I think I think why I'm like a little bit stuck with this thing. I I, I don't know if I'm on board with boredom. It's because I hear from like moms who have older kids, it's like <sighs> And maybe this is what's backfiring and everyone's trying to find that balance is that if you if they're not busy, they're going to get into trouble. Oh, okay, okay. I've heard that too. Okay. So so then you're like, oh, okay. So the, I'm, I want to make sure that they're on like a sports team and I want to make sure that they have some sort of like theater club or something. So, or debate, you know, so I understand that like… <clears throat> I get what you're saying. Okay. So I don't know if like you said, like your girls are younger and so like they can play with each other, pretend play every day for two hours, which is amazing and incredibly important to like all of those skills we mentioned. But then I don't know if that's why I'm stuck and like trying to understand what downtime would look like because we have a ton of downtime. Like we have family time every day. We pretty much have every like dinner together almost every day. You know, we spend like 30 minutes with each kid before they go to bed to like do like a recap of the day. They play with each other, like maybe an hour a day. So then more than that, I'm just like, well, what does that look like? Yeah. Because the flip side is now they have too much time. They want to be on the iPad too often. They want to not be with friends. They are distracted by other things that doesn't support school. And I, I think it's an age thing, to be maybe. honest. I think yeah. it's the age difference because I do understand and support that as well. Hence the reason why I got Chloe into horrors and want mm -hmm. to keep her there is mm -hmm. because everyone that has kids that does it, they're just like, they become so obsessed with the horse that oh. they don't want to go to parties. They, they don't want to do anything. They don't want to socialize. <laughs> they just want to be at the barn. And so far it's proven to be true. <laughs> yes. So I do understand that. And that is one of the reasons why, besides the fact that she loves it, that I want to have her continue it so she could also stay out of trouble. So I think at a certain age, when there's too much boredom, that could be problematic as well because right. then they will find their things and other people to do, you know, whatever they want to do. Yeah. But I think, again, kind of going back to the concept of at a young age, letting them be okay with that silence. Yeah. And letting them have the space to get creative because once they are able to develop those tools at a young age, then later on, they could access those tools again. So… It's going to look different. Like, trust me, I'm sure when Chloe's 13, I'm going to try to fill up her schedule more, right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what we're doing a little bit. So. Yeah. Yeah. And Colette's only three. So, <laughs> yeah. It, so she should play because that's how they learn be, at that age. Yeah. yeah. So, again, different age groups. Actually, if you have an older kid, you should tell us, let us know what you guys do or what your thoughts are on boredom. 
yeah. in like teenagers yeah. or whatnot. If yeah. that's a good or bad thing, because we're not quite there yet. You're almost there. You're like a few years behind. I have an 11 year old. Yeah. 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 But I do want to be more thoughtful about his after school activities. And definitely, I hope to, you know, create opportunities for him to be bored so that he can self regulate, you know, and be able to. To also sit still and just do nothing for a little bit. I yeah. think self-regulation, that's that's a that's really key important word. thing yeah. for, for kids, especially. And, you know, they are going to get access to technology, social media one day, you know, when they're old enough. And self-regulation is going to be so important when they get there, right? Yeah. So being able to be aware, aware enough when enough is enough. And that they could kind of stop it themselves and be like, oh, okay, now it's time to go read a book or now it's time to go do something outdoors or something more fun. So again, I think that they're all going to do what they're going to do eventually as they get older. But (laughs) self-regulation is and discipline, especially with technology at a young age is important. Yeah. 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 But yeah, Yeah. I mean… I mean, this is giving me a lot to think about. I think maybe… I just want to be more thoughtful about how they spend their time and like really prioritize the values of our family mm-hmm. because that's the other thing, right? If they're spending a t- five days playing tennis, I mean, they're not, but like if they were, that does take away from family time, time with a sister, time with a brother, going to a birthday party, whatever yeah. it may be too. So it's not just the boredom, but if he, my kids are overscheduled, then they're also missing out another you know what I mean? Like if you're so busy doing the one activity, you, you mm-hmm. can't do another activity. If you're busy building a certain skill set, you're not going to have the chance to build a, a second skill set. Yeah. 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 So yeah, kind of understanding that better. And then also for me too, especially on the weekends, what I try to be more intentional with the kids because I am on my phone a lot for, especially with what I do and they know that, I try to be bored with them. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm I I try to use the word bored and not make it necessarily a bad thing. Oh, and I'll be that. like, I'm bored. What should we do? Okay. And they'll be like, oh, what about this and that? And they'll throw out ideas. So it's almost like accepting that everyone gets bored and it's okay. And mom gets bored too. And we can all figure it out as a family, like what we can do. So it's not like they're on their own, mm-hmm. even though sometimes I do like to do that as well. So we sometimes make that as a family activity. Be bored together between 4.15 and (laughs) 4.45. If that works for you, scheduling boredom hour, go for it. That was your suggestion. I know. I think it'll be great for you. I love that. With the million of other activities that you got to do. I mean, not a million, but uh, yeah, they're they're definitely, yeah, they definitely have activities. And I mean, I keep thinking they requested them. So, but yeah, to be more thoughtful about giving them more downtime. But I also think you do. Like when I watch you and I see your family dynamic and when I am over a lot, you guys are not like hand-holding them, like figuring out what to do. They're kind of like in the living room playing with the Lego or, you know, reading a book. Yeah, so would that be considered boredom? A a result of boredom now they're being creative? Yeah, so I think they're old enough now where they're like, oh, I have extra time. Mm -hmm. So let me do this. I think Mm -hmm. when your kids are a lot younger, like, three and six, they don't know what to do with that time yet. So it's almost like letting them be quote unquote bored. And then once they get to like seven, eight, nine, ten, mm-hmm. they'll be able to fill up the time by themselves. So maybe you've already kind of passed that. Oh, right? okay. Maybe because yeah. right now when you, when we've talked, we're talking about this subject, I, I, it's like I said, that's why I'm slightly confused because 
when the kids have downtime, like you said, they read a book, they play Legos. Is that the response, the appropriate response? Yes, because right now what I'm going through is like the phase right before that. It's like, I I have to tell, they want me to tell them. And fabricate something. Yeah, because Mm. they think it's going to be spoon fed to them. And they know that mommy's not going to do that. So they got to do it themselves. Okay. But then once they're old enough, I'm hoping that they're going to be in a place where it's like, oh, I don't have anything to do for the next hour or two. So let me go read a book or let yeah. me go upstairs and draw something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that, may, that makes sense. I think you've graduated. Oh, goody. <laughs> this was a very requested topic. Yeah. I think people are really thinking about it a lot because… Kind of what you talked at, at the beginning, like they just have so much access, the instant gratification, the constant stimulation. Maybe because we never, yeah. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. Something let's, to be thoughtful about. You and I were growing up most like with the no parents, activities after school. <laughs> yeah. And we had to figure it out. And not saying that we are any better or than another generation, but I think because of that. I don't know, for me, I feel like I was able to discover like the things that I really, really loved during that time, right? Mm-hmm. For you, maybe it was like performing and singing. It for was. me, it was like fashion and writing and the internet. And so just giving, at the end of the day, I think, and this is a great way to end it. At the end of the day, you want to give them space so they can discover what it is that they truly love, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they cannot figure that out when they're constantly watching TV or shows or the iPad or YouTube videos. Or doing activities that the parent wants them to do. Yes. Right? Like, no, they have to play piano. No, they have to learn Korean. No, they have to do ballet. Right? So then now they're like, their schedule is filled with like a bunch of activities they don't even care about. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well… Should we end it here? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I think I feel a little bit like I have a better understanding on like what this is and to really be more thoughtful about our time together. Yeah. Well, let us know what you guys thought of this episode and how you guys treat boredom in your family. Or if you do have a teenager at this point, if boredom is a good or bad thing. I mean, we would just love to know what to expect as yeah. our kids get older. So hit us up on IG, Instagram. I, I Sometimes I wonder like in 10 years from now, if I hear our episodes, <laughs> the hit us up on IG and is that going to sound weird? Anyways. Well, it's like what you said earlier that you were on some like chat room back in the day, that Asian yeah, something. AsianAvenue.com. <laughs> right. <laughs> be one of those things. It was a web browser back then because there's no such thing as apps. But mm. anyways, let us know your thoughts. Leave a comment. Leave a review. That would make us very, very happy. And Share us any requests that you guys have that really helps us develop and think about the next few episodes. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We want to keep this conversation going with you. So please leave us a DM on Instagram and make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast. And we would love it if you left us a review. Also, if you're in the Los Angeles area, make sure to visit us at Bumo Work at Westfield Century City Shopping Center. And if you're looking for educational-based content entertainment for your little ones, visit us at www.bumobrain.com or at Bumo Brain on Instagram. 